Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome, everybody, to another week of Second Chance Moped Podcast. You ever have a really great idea with a friend, and then like a day before you're supposed to do this really great idea, you realize how much of a fucking idiot you are to trying to pull it off. Cause that's what I just had like 30 seconds before this started. Um, all right. Yeah. It's going to be fucking rock and roll. I'll talk. I'm going to talk about it next week more. And that's all I'll say. Um, dude, I got to write mopeds again. This the I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Um, Gail and I, everybody knows my mom, Gail. Cause I talk about her constantly. Cause I'm mama's boy. Um, she cooked Thanksgiving for my one sister because her whole family has COVID right now. And it sounds like everybody's, you know, going uphill going, I think what's the, I always screw up the expression. If it's going uphill, I think maybe, um, things are looking good at their house, but my mom like was awesome. Cooked them a whole Thanksgiving dinner, left it in their garage. She came over. We we're just going to hang out. I was going to make a ham, blah, blah, blah. Everything turned out like shit. And like my one sister, like her whole kids loved all the food. I mean, maybe it was because they had COVID, no taste buds left. I don't know. We'll see. But I mean, uh, it was just, I was trying to be a nice son because I can do that every once in a while. And finally, like my mom threw the whole meal. This is the most god awful tasting meal I've ever made in my life. <laughs> and I kept trying to be the good son. Oh, no, it's not bad. Finally, finally, I just, I just kind of lost. I'm like, I can't believe this is how terrible this is. Like, but, she didn't screw up the the cranberries that came out of a can. So, I mean, that was good. Um, but yeah, I got to ride a moped. I, I sold a bike to a person guy. I know. And I gave him a deal, a deal. And I'm just like, I got it going. This was about two months ago. And it was a stock cylinder, stock, everything. And I hard seized it. And I'm just like, Oh, <laughs> damn it. And then on the way home, I hard seized it two more times because I just figured, fuck it. I'm not going to hard. I'm not going to do any more damage. So I took it all apart, cleaned the cylinder up, sanded the piston out, um, got that thing running like it. I had it running. I'm not going to lie to you guys because I don't lie to any of you. Um, It's cold in Minnesota right now. So I figured it would just kind of run a little goofy. It ran like shit. And I mean, then it wouldn't fire. Then I was cleaning plugs thinking, and like, I was thinking it was a fuel delivery issue and I'm just fucking just, I'm not freaking out. I sand the points again. I do simple shit and I'm like, oh, I put it up on the stand. I've, I've heard of this happening. I've never had this happen. The complete seal on the variator side that came out. Like, I was just like, that's impressive. But because I've somewhat of a prepared hobbit person, I have a whole bunch of fucking small side big side seals so i just popped it in there fired right up i mean temps held everything good i mean it, it still ran like shit because it was like 33 degrees outside no matter even if it's a stock bike it's not jetted for the temperature swing and the and and the air the air density changes hold on a second i gotta get my sip of coffee in there um but i'm just really i'm I'm excited for what can be coming to mopeds. Um, kind of bummed out. Two smokes didn't get in. I heard the news. I'm, um, yeah, jacking those people. Like, 
awesome people moped army you guys gotta get to know them because like yeah just great great people go back into the archives listen to jack and i chit chat about mopeds um uh thank you everybody for watching the youtube channel second chance moped at youtube and speaking of youtube i i'm a content provider i can't believe i just said that it feels weird even saying like i prevent moped content that's because i got bored i got bored because like i like mopeds and i can't find enough moped stuff out there and i started this podcast because of that and then david from los chupacabras made the suggestion about a year or so ago dude you should start putting these interviews on youtube and i talked myself out of it i talked myself out of it because i didn't want to i didn't want to learn how to do it i mean it was pure laziness is what it was i'm a pretty halfway smart individual where i can figure out a lot of shit as i most of us can in life um i'm like it can't be that hard so literally i just edited and threw some shit up there and people are enjoying it but if you guys want to actually check out a professionally done moped um content provider i cannot recommend my guests right now i just threw up one of his view uh, i threw up one of his um videos on the second chance moped um podcast channel on facebook i threw it up on our page and just check it out like i love the music he picks it's that just that soft mellow mellow music that just makes me happy inside for some reason but i'm gonna quit rambling i'm gonna let my guest introduce himself and tell us all about his youtube channel how's it going uh my name's christian and uh yeah my youtube channel uh luna moto on youtube and uh yeah Right on. Where are you coming out of, Christian? Like, like I'm out of Sac- well, I'm a little bit north of Sacramento, California. Right on, right on. Awesome, dude. I I gotta get out to Cali and ride. Like, I got, yeah. dude. Yeah, that's all I'll say. I'm geographically. Du- I've never been lost. I can always find my way home. But I like when it comes to geography in this world, I come to realize I don't know where the fuck anything is. Like, yeah, I don't. I get you. I'll, i'll get you there but i don't know how how i got us there i'm the same but, way <laughs> but christian here on second chance moped podcast we go through people's moped journeys you know first time they ever saw a moped to like the smile ride yeah. or you know a middle part of their journey once like today so let me ask you christian what is your very first memory of a moped not necessarily getting on but like the first time you can conceptually remember a moped and for you like we'll even like do like tiny bikes like pit bikes whatever yeah yeah so definitely. Um, my first memory of a moped had to be, let's see, um, probably like 11 years ago now, maybe okay. 12, somewhere around there. I was, I think I was 13, got into mopeds real young. Um, yeah. Previously, I had worked, messed with, with like, you know, small dirt bikes and stuff like that growing up a um, couple years previous, but never really knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad would get him his projects and, um, he didn't really know what he was doing either, but you know, he liked, he liked tinkering with stuff. So me and him would try to figure stuff out together. And then, um, I remember seeing a moped on Craigslist. Um, I was like, Hey dad, what is this? You know, he explained to me, it's a seventies like pedal moped and you pedal it to start it. It's also kind of like a bicycle, but it has a motor on it. I was like, okay, that's pretty awesome. So I like started searching for different mopeds and got 
anytime I get into something, I dive in deep and start mm-hmm. researching everything, trying to learn as much as I can. So that's what I did. And um, that was my eighth grade year as eighth grade. Uh, yeah. In middle school. And uh, for my eighth grade graduation, my dad uh, surprised me with a moped. Nice. What was it? And uh, it was a track moped. Like oh. the Korean track, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, course, like, Dad. <laughs> yeah, first moped, you know, not the greatest, but uh, hey, so I rode that wheels, thing. dude. I, yeah, so it was actually in San Francisco, and I'm about mm, an hour and a half, hour forty five minutes from San Francisco. Yep, yep. So we took a drive out there and uh, picked it up. I think it was like three hundred bucks, and um, yeah, took it home, bought it from a lady off there. She's like, "Oh yeah, I rode it around town, blah blah blah." <laughs> And no, she you know, didn't. Knowing, <laughs> yeah, not knowing anything. I was like, she lived on a pretty big hill. I'm like, this thing's not making it up this hill. But yeah. um, so brought it home. And you know, I was third, yeah, 13 at the time. So mm-hmm. you know, I can't legally ride mopeds around really. Like in California, our laws, uh, you're supposed to have an M uh, what's considered an M2. So M2 is a full motorcycle, or not necessarily a full motorcycle, it's 250 cc's and below. But, um, yeah, but anyways, I would just kind of ride it around the neighborhood and, uh, you know, until I pissed off the neighbors and I'd go inside. So because I've moved away from timelines so much, but I still like my timelines, but I'm more interested in geography now. Cause I don't know where I'm going. Um, yeah. San Carmeno is South of the Bay, correct? Or uh, North, God North damn, of the I'm, Bay. I had like a 25% chance to figure it out. Get, my mom was just out in the Bay Area um, okay. two weeks ago. Like her friend actually has a ballroom dancing studio, like 20 minutes from treats. So like, okay. yeah, yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of hilarious. Like my mom popped in with her, <laughs> like they were, that was kind of funny. It was, yeah. my mom took a picture of treat store, which was kind of hilarious to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, you take that trip. Was it running actually when you bought it? Yeah, That's it was the- running. So I think awesome. we paid like 300 bucks for it. It was running. Um, yeah, I took the trip out there and then uh, brought it back home. You know, rode around the neighborhood. Didn't get too crazy with it. Like not much you can do with the stock moped, but just, you know, rode around, had fun. And then uh, in that time, I kind of started looking around, trying to find other mopeds. Mm-hmm. And, um, that kind of started it all. Did you start, were you, I mean, we're far enough down the pipe where like a moped army is around. Had you discovered moped army at that point? Cause like, it's just this center point that no matter how big Facebook groups get, or no matter what happens in society today, we're all still going to gravitate towards moped army for one reason or another. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I found moped army. Maybe a month or two in just trying to search, you know, at that time, like looking for parts, um, just Google, but like, it was such an oddball moped, like a track, not even treats or 77 Mm. had parts for it. Really? Here's a secret. uh, 77 never had any parts for it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So even if it said in stock, there wasn't any parts on me. (laughs) Yep. And it wasn't even the cool track. Like there's one that's like a top tank. That's like pretty decent looking. It was, like a black step through and it was just it was just all bad dude the thing about that though i wonder how pop i i know 
literally next to nothing about tracks other than the top tank. Like I I think that could be a little more rare than the top tank. So you could have had a rare track. Yeah, maybe, but like who's really going out of their way to look for one of those, you know? You know what? If people are going out of their way looking for two speed gorellis, you know. I don't know. I think I think this wind girl is a little better than this thing. I'm trying to make you feel better about yourself here, Kristen. It's okay. You're stomping the, all over me. The stuff that comes next much better than my first my moped. My first okay. moped was kind of dud. <laughs> right on. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you go, my guy. Um. So after that, uh, I had that thing for a while. Rode it around, and uh, the engagement on the pedal shaft, the like the internal gear had broke. Oh, so couldn't start it anymore. Couldn't bump start it. There was no, you know, no lever to pull in to bump start it. So I like didn't know what I was doing. So, you know, me and my dad sat there. We tore the engine apart. We found the gear that was broken in half. Mm-hmm. And I searched for, I don't know, like a month searching everywhere, trying to figure out if someone had this gear so I could throw this thing back together. Yeah. Of course, no one had the gear. No. So kept, yeah. I was going to say, like, I couldn't even. I think, yeah, I wouldn't know where to find one to this day. Yeah, me either. Like, I, I mean, I've found some parts that I didn't think I'd be able to find, but that um, that couldn't find it. So posted <laughs> on Moped Army. That was my first, actually, that was my first introduction to Moped Army was posting on there saying, hey, you know, I got this moped and this broke. Like, what do I do? And mm-hmm. everyone's like, ah. Uh, uh-huh. You suck. Like <laughs> throw it in the trash. <laughs> exactly. So that's actually what I ended up doing. I had, I, there was an ad on Facebook. Some guy would, um, or actually not Facebook at the time, Craigslist at the time. And, uh, you know, pick up junk, pick up junk bikes. So he came by my house, he picked it up and that was that. So I was stuck with no, no moped for a while. So I was like, Ugh. so a lot of Craigslist searching and I ended up finding a, a maxi Actually, it was a Newport. It was a white, like um, a white Newport with, um, you know, the Newport uh, decals yeah. on it. So I picked that up. I think I paid three fifty for it. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, especially out in your guys' area where you're not the Midwest, where it's like you trip and you fall over a maxi or a hobbit. Yeah, exactly. No, no. Uh, I mean, we have quite a bit of bikes, but everything's yeah. prices are real expensive in comparison yeah. to what you guys got. Yeah, I, mean, I just picked up a hundred dollar Hobbit last weekend. So I mean, there you go. Yeah, they happen. Yeah. Um. So I, I had that, and then that's kind of what really started it. Because mm-hmm. you know, Maxi's your your parts are endless. So yeah. Um. Here in Sacramento, we had the land squids, mm-hmm. and um. So at the time, uh, Mike Rafter, Nate Keen were running Motomatic mopeds. I love and, Mike. Uh, Yep. Yeah, he was and, he was one of the I try not to do this too much like he was one of the first guests and like I still okay, cool. chit chat with Mike every once in a while like such a nice guy, such a yeah. rad guy. Mike's awesome. So Yeah. I got my Maxi, I rode it around for a while and then, you know, the got I was like, "All right, this thing's got a little go a little faster." Mm-hmm. So I went on treats, saved up some money, you know, when you're that young, you're coming by money's not not yeah, the easy yeah. thing. So I think I saved up like another like 300 bucks and bought treats is like party pack it had the the 50 yeah. cc like tcd kit and like yep, yep. a jammy pipe and i think i think a shaw maybe mm-hmm. maybe it just kept the stock thing i don't remember and uh so i threw that on there and uh not really know what i was doing you know fred's guide went there 
and read through that, you know, a dozen times trying to figure mm-hmm. out what I was doing, trying to figure out any, any little things I'm doing wrong. So I got it, slapped that on there and rode that for quite a while. Yeah. I mean, and, even and, with a jammy pipe, I mean, you're probably yeah. going back. Like well, I, I had maze. I, I bought a bike a year or so ago. I had maze from Minnesota, like offering yeah. to buy a jammy pipe so he could just smash it for me. He's like, dude, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll buy it for 20 bucks. Like just so I can beat <laughs> the shit out of it. And the funny thing with that is I rode it for a while and the baffle flew off. So I was like, well, now I'm screwed. Like <laughs> I went back to a stock pipe for a while. Cause I didn't have anything or didn't have money to go buy a new one. So I was like, yeah, yeah. you know, I can't run around with no baffle on just making it. Yeah. You can like, you obviously have never been around me with my hobbits, dude. They're so fucking loud. <laughs> everybody hates, everybody hates my hobbits. I'm like, dude, you just can't handle the cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's, um, but right around then I, you know, I put that kit on and it was probably doing like, mm, like 35, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, nothing crazy, but enough speed to keep me interested. And, um, during that time I found Motomatics blog back, yeah. you know, way back when, when everybody had, that was into mopeds had a blog. So, um, Motomatic had their blog and I remember, you know, coming home from school and looking at it and I would look read through their blog i think i had read through their blog the whole thing front to back like mm, i don't know at least a dozen times because at that time they weren't they were posting a little bit here and there but like wasn't as much as they used to and Mm -hmm. um so kept looking through there and then i was ready to step up to something bigger and i bought a plenty kit and i think i bought another pipe i don't remember what pipe it was but um bought that and then i didn't know how to put it on i was yeah. like afraid to put it on you know plenty is expensive kit mm-hmm. and i was i was i think might have been 14 at the time yeah dude so and, like your whole world money every dime you had in the world oh, yeah. went to that kit like yep. that's a huge fucking deal for a young young lad like yourself yeah exactly so i remember Monomatic had their phone number on the website mm. and for the longest time i tried I would call the number, no answer. Mm-hmm. And I would try it like, I don't know, a couple times a week. I was like, man, I, these guys never answer their phone. Like, what's going on? And then one day I was like, you know, maybe I should text the number, see if I don't know if it's a landline. I don't know what it is. Like, I didn't know what kind of operation they were running. And I texted the number, and like two minutes later, I get a text back. Mm. And it's Mike. Yeah. And so that started it. I started, uh, few weeks later me and my dad went down to Motomatic and at the time they were um running out of this shop right next to like this old incinerator kind of a cool area mm-hmm. and uh, they had a good size shop and so Mike's like I was telling Mike kind of what I was doing you know I had this kid on want to put the plenty kit on don't want to mess it up though so like can you help me like throw this thing on just to you know show me what I'm doing supervise me and um so we went down there and met Mike and Nate for the first time and uh Mike helped me throw on the kit and you know I was like hey you know can I pay you like whatever he's like, Mike's like no just just take it like you know it's no big deal that doesn't so, surprise me with him like he's such a fucking yeah. rad guy like that yeah Mike's the nicest guy mm-hmm. and um so that was that I I threw my plane kit on with my 14 bing and I think what what I don't remember what pipe I can't remember for the life of me but I had some pipe on there 
And, you know, I wrote that thing around going from a, you know, a 50 K start to plenty huge difference. Oh yeah. So we, um, I rode that around and at the time, I think probably around then I was starting high school mm-hmm. and, um, one of my neighbors, he, um, I was riding around and he stopped me. He's like, Hey man, what are you, what are you riding? So I showed him when I was riding and let him ride it. He rode around, you know, his dad came out and, um, he's like, Oh, he's like, yeah, I remember these things. You know, I remember seeing them as a kid, you know, mm-hmm. a buddy had one, blah, blah, blah. So a couple of weeks later, he comes riding down the street on his, Nice. And, um, yeah, so he picked up his, he had a Vespa Bravo and that was his bike. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that kind of started us riding around and then, uh, we ended up finding some for my dad and his dad. So we kind of, <laughs> we kind of go ride around. It was fun. You know, I was young, so just whatever to go get out and ride. Yeah, dude, you and, had motorized wheels as a fucking young teen. That'd be, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was funny. Cause like, and we, we, um, lived. I don't know, maybe five or six miles from our high school. Mm-hmm. So freshmen's in high school were riding our mopeds to to school, locking them up in the bike rack. Hell yeah! Like, People are like, what the hell are you riding? Like, what is that? Like, are, yeah. are you? Is that even legal? We're like, no, but sure, yeah. <laughs> we're not <laughs> snitches we're not gonna... get stitches, bitches. That's exactly. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So, but also, you know, riding a moped to school at that time. Not the coolest thing. <laughs> no, no. Fun. I wanted to, I want to stay with you on that. And I'm like flashing back to when I was in high school, I would have made fun of you, but I would have tried to ride it, but I would have made fun of you. And then I would have yeah. made fun of myself at the same time. Yeah. I'm the same way. Cause like that kind of stuff, I probably would have made fun of too, but mopeds are just too damn fun. So they are. Yeah, we, we would ride, um, you know, every, every other week or so ride to school. And, um, but that was kind of, that was the start of it. Um, at that time, you know, kind of staying, talking to Mike and Nate and riding with my buddy. And then, um, I don't know, maybe six months later, it's riding around the neighborhood again. And another friend uh, that I went to school with stopped me. He was at the park. They're having like a birthday or something for his sister. And he stops me and he, you know, same thing. What are you riding? Mm-hmm. It's a moped. Do you want to ride it? Yeah. And then, um, you know, all his family's there. So his dad comes up and I, I, I knew his dad, I knew their family a little bit. And, um, one of the guys that came up was, uh, Barry, Barry Torno. He's now a land squid. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he was there and he was like, Hey, what is that? You know, same question. And, uh, so he wrote it and I didn't realize he was living down the street at the time. And, um, cause I knew his nephew and same thing, you know, a couple of weeks later, comes down the street to my house with a Vespa Grande pushing a Vespa Grande. Nice. Hey, look at it. I just got a moped. <laughs> and, um, funny part now is, uh, Barry is, uh, he's a land squid and I'm a prospect of the land squids. So awesome. I, don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if it's happened before where, you know, your prospect gets you into mopeds. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, I, that that's, kind of yeah you guys might have a very unique situation there that that, yeah. that that put a big smile on my face yeah it was kind of odd but um it was funny because like i remember him coming down and that kind of started like me really getting into more wrenching on bikes trying to figure stuff out because he was um he was pretty mechanically inclined and i mean 
him now he's building race bikes, racing, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, he was helping me showing stuff and we were kind of learning with each other as we were going through. And, um, so there was like, I don't know, four or five of us in the neighborhood now where they're riding around. And, um, but I didn't really get into riding with the guys in Sacramento until later on. Cause I was so young, you know? Yeah, dude. Like <laughs> I wasn't, I was going to say like, at some point I'm guessing you stepped away. Cause like it's, it's a rad thing, but it's a hard thing for a young kid to stay with, especially you get your motor, you get your real car license. You yep. actually discover girls, guys, whatever, but like yep. you get a social life and then like, yeah, I can see that kind of falling away. Yeah. And yeah, that's kind of what happened too. So we were messing with mopeds and uh, he Barry ended up moving and um, I, I still mess with them. But, you know, you don't riding by yourself for me, at least is boring. Mm-hmm. Like I like having at least one person to go ride with or something like, you know, riding with the group is better. So, uh, yeah, at, at that time, I was, I don't know, 15 or 16. I ended up getting my license, started working on cars more. And I also um, I played sports in high school, so that took up a lot of time. And yeah. you know, I don't really have didn't have extra money. I, I played sports year round, so like didn't have time for a job. So like always, always flipping stuff, trying to, trying to make money however I can to put it back into my moped or anything. Mm -hmm. But, um, at that time I started messing with cars more, got into that. And, you know, what kind of cars did you get into? Like, uh, was it tuner cars, classic cars, a little bit of both, I guess. Okay. My first car I bought when I was like, uh, I bought my first car when I was 14. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was a 63 Ford Falcon. Nice. dude. for a while and uh, um bought it and started working on it and then i was like this is too much like i'm gonna be uh 15 here soon i'm gonna mm-hmm. get my permit like i need to have something that i can drive so I sold that and uh a little bit later on i bought a bmw uh, 2002 oh wow yeah real cool car i think i paid like i think i paid 1100 bucks for it yeah and, how's the and- how's the wiring on that though it wasn't bad. I mean, it's BMW. <laughs> it sucks, but it was carbureted, so it didn't really matter. But those okay. cars, those cars are worth big money now. And I sold that thing a little bit later because I was just like, same thing. It was a running project, but I was like, it needed some body work. And at the time, I didn't know enough to be like, oh, it just needs this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. I'll get it done real quick. So, but when you have no fucking money, that might as well be like. Yeah. I'm looking for a Badavist Grand Prix. I'm not yep. going to fucking find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the only thing that sucked, the main reason I sold it was because uh, it was a 76. And in California, to have no smog, it's 75 and down. I was going to so say, 76. I thought it was 74, possibly. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 76 out of smog, and I wasn't going to be able to source all the smog equipment put it all on and at that time i didn't know anyone like now i have guys who you know look the other way in the smog but mm-hmm. uh yeah at that you time know, i didn't know case of beer 20 bucks whatever yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so um so i sold it and i every time i see a picture of it pop up on facebook memories i kick myself those cars are worth so much money right now and even if i wanted to get another one I probably couldn't Yeah, <laughs> for like the amount people want. They want like eight grand for like a just beater. And I'm like, no way. 
Oh, dude, tell tell me about it. Like a part of my dad's estate when he passed away, like I got two cars out of that deal. One was a 67 or a 69 Mustang Fastback, which needed work. Okay. I mean, we had hung quarters on it. I think the floor had just got done, but like needed everything. It needed motor work, rear end work, it, interior. But like the shell itself, I sold it for 800 bucks. Yeah. Like, and I thought, and people like Henry fucking, you, you, sh- you should turn yourself in because you just robbed yeah. that guy. Now those cars like that, a shell, a body, like Crazy four money. or five grand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just as it said. And I also had a 70 and a half close. They, they called it. I forget what they called it back. A fake. It was, uh-huh. it was a, cl- it was a clone Camaro or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It had all the correct badging. Everything was right. Mm-hmm. 327 just wasn't on the title. It didn't say Z. Yeah. The VIN number was different. Yep. And now they're getting 20, 30 grand for it. I sold it 1500 yeah. bucks. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, dude, we're all like, what the fuck? But we're yeah. kids. Well, we we want to have those things yeah, that yeah. we kick it's... ourselves on. And yeah. So yeah, I sold that. And then I bought a BMW, another BMW. It was a later one. It was a 84. Yeah. I bought a shitty S10 with my money. At least you're getting cool shit. <laughs> yeah. I bought a 325 BMW E30 is like the chassis code of them. And I love that car. I mean, I, that was my car that, you know, I started messing with, I lowered it, put it on shitty coilovers and all my friends were in a drifting, you know, that was kind of the big thing. Mm-hmm. They had one of my buddies had a Nissan 240 SX, actually a couple of them did. So they were all into that. And I was like, Oh, perfect. You know, I got a car that has like, you know, it was slow, but for high school power, it was, you know, it was decent enough rear wheel drive. So yeah. we would go mess around in parking lots or wherever we could and, you know, do a couple freaking slides and run away because it was like, oh, we don't want to get caught. Oh yeah, yeah. Totally. So, like we so I, yeah, I kind of mopeds kind of fell to the wayside a little bit at that time because like cars are way cooler. I was like, oh, this is this is cool. Like mopeds are fun, but like this is, this is the way to go. Mm-hmm. And uh but I mean throughout that time I was I was buying mopeds, selling mopeds, kind of I've always bought and sold mopeds just as a way to a get mopeds back on the road. Yep. I, I hate seeing bikes that, you know, are kind of basket cases and people will like just part them out or oh it kills me too. Tosses them, toss them or like whatever. So if I can find a bike, you know, and get it running, get it back on the road, like I'll do that. And then if mm-hmm. I can make some money off it, that's cool too. And but even even in the real world, you're not making any money off it. Oh no, like, no, no, no. say you clear 300 bucks, yeah. 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. By the time you get done, like your time, because your time oh, yeah. should be worth something. You're making five bucks an hour, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, because that's, you know, mopeds are dumb and they're pain in the ass to troubleshoot. And you could be following, you know, one thing could be messing it up from not starting and you're on it for a week. Yep. Yep. And it's dude, just like, totally. Yeah, there's no money in mopeds, but I enjoy no. seeing them, you know, get exactly. back on the road. And that's, and like I tell people all the time, you know what? It's something to do. And like, yeah. Some people like to yeah. fish. Guess what? Fishing's fucking boring to me. You couldn't pay me enough to sit on a goddamn lake and just not say anything or do any. I'm sorry, I'm going on my fishing rant now. <sighs> I have a sip yeah, of coffee. We're you. gonna talk. We're gonna talk about you, Christian. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so doing that, and then, um, but I was doing that the whole time, mm-hmm. and I think at that point I had bought like another pipe, like um, the pipe that I had always wanted was a Seminini pipe because I would, 
talking about content going on YouTube back then, you know, typing in Pook Maxi, Pook Moped, anything. All there was was those old like Euro, early 2000 Euro slideshows of these guys building Maxi ends in, in Europe. Mm-hmm. And they all had Simonini pipes and they were, you know, the rigid frame with the little like, I don't know, I think on treats they call it like the old timer seat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they all looked like that. They all had these like the GP style fenders. They all had the same look with like crazy Euro beat in the background. It was just like a shitty slideshow. <laughs> and um, so I remember watching it. I was like, I got to have a pipe like that. And um, so I ended up buying one, threw it on my bike. And that was a lot of fun. But yeah, I think the whole content thing for mopeds, like there really has never been any like there, early. My first ex- experience or knowledge of it was um, Travis tutorial. Like they, him and Jesse Stevenson on their Baker dozen build. Granted, Jesse kind of does. I don't know if he does it anyway. The way he does crank bearings is just silly to me but you know yeah that's just two different builders talking but i want to know before you get before we keep talking about content um how come you didn't try to get one of those motomatic pipes well so so i did i ended up getting one i got one from uh nate you know nate was the one Mm -hmm. cranking out those pipes oh yeah dude uh, yeah hand rolling each cone nate nate's a madman he he's funny because he's, he's a real quiet guy he's a man of few words but he mm-hmm. uh he's great he his, his, you can just see his brain working and it, he's a he's an evil genius the day i will cherish i don't know if it'll ever happen if you can get nate and ryan who makes crank pipes now those yeah. two guys together like i think that could be that that'd be pretty rad because ryan just laughs a lot yeah. and like he just comes up with shit like i love ryan me and him chit chat now and again but like yeah, yeah he 90 percent of the time ryan's laughing about stuff that's cool yeah so yeah i ended up getting a pipe from nate and um actually no i didn't so barry my neighbor at the time he um he had pulled his bike apart to paint it or something and he's like hey you want to try out the destroyer i was like yeah of course like <laughs> and um so i put it on my bike and his bike was down for i don't know a month or maybe two months something like that he was painting it doing all um doing all a bunch of work to it so i remember riding around and i mean that pipe pulls like a freight train so that that was a whole experience but you know running that pipe big old pipe with the Fellini kit but with the 14 being it was kind of like it was a little limiting yeah, and, uh, I didn't have enough money to go to a bigger carburetor. And I remember one time I was out riding around and I came in too hot into a turn. It was actually the turn to the entrance of our high school, but it was like on a weekend or something. No one was there. Yeah. And uh, there's a center divide in the middle. I came in too hot and smacked the center divide, <laughs> like high sided into the grass where the center divide was. Ugh. And I remember it was on the pipe side. So I like scraped up all the pipe and I was like, oh my God, this isn't even mine. Yeah. And so I remember like, getting up i was fine but like a little shook up so hopped on rode back home and i was like uh like how like and now i gotta go tell him i messed up <laughs> this pipe like it was all scraped up the powder coat was scratched like i don't think it was dented or anything but so i remember i was like hey like you know this happened and uh he's like oh yeah you're like are you good like are you okay <laughs> i was like yeah yeah i'm fine 
And uh, I'm like, well, let me at least pay for it to get like repowder coated. And, and he's like, no, no, like it's fine. I think I ended up costing up like some money or something, but he, mm-hmm. he didn't want to take it. And, um, but yeah, so I didn't end up actually getting a destroyer until later on. And um, actually, I don't think I ever bought one directly from Nate. Um, the only destroyer I ever got was uh, on a Hobbit that I bought. I bought a mm-hmm. Hobbit that had um, a Melosi kit on it with a PHBG like carb kit had a TJT and a destroyer on it. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of, it was out in Stockton, which is like an hour, an hour and change from here. And no one rides mopeds around there. So I was like, it was a moped that was built in Sacramento. And then somehow they, you know, they sold it and it ended up out to team Miranda at, and so I ended up paying like 400 bucks for this bike. And it also That's came not with terrible. Like a yeah, for you got a variator and a pipe, and yeah, dude, that's not. I don't think that's bad at all. That yeah, at that time it was a steal for me because mm-hmm. like you know, you know, I don't know how much a Melosi kit is, but probably like, you know, 150, 200 bucks. Yeah, almost three hundred dollar pipe, hundred dollar variator, like it all yeah. added up quick. Yeah, dude. And um, bike could have been stolen. Who knows? I mean, whatever. We won't yeah. tell no one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I got it, and um, yeah, that was my first experience. I actually still have that bike. Nice. Um, it's my dad's bike now. It's it's on a grande frame actually. Um, it's a grande grande frame with the whole hobbit. Yeah, yeah, that that bike's a lot of fun, and I haven't had that bike running in a long time. I gotta pull it out of storage and get it running again. But yeah, that was my. I think that was the only destroyer I had. Then shortly after that, Mike and Nate had closed up shop, mm-hmm. and um, but yeah, you hear about destroyers every once in a while, and like. i'll keep names anonymous on who said what but like i know where one is and a person offered him nonchalantly we'll give you a 100 bucks for that pipe and the guy just laughed at like and this and they both know what's what it's just like dude don't be a dick yeah just (laughs) um i i never had the chance to run one because like they were way they were gone way before i got in and I've seen them. Like yeah. I know where some are, but anybody who still has them, they're not giving them up. Mm-hmm. Not for yeah. anything. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like the one I have on my bike, like, like that's never going anywhere. Yeah. And, um, but I mean, from what I've seen visually, I've put a destroyer and a crank pipe next to each other. They're, they look pretty similar. I don't know. Like that's, that's what I've heard. I mean, yeah. Ryan's Ryan's a buddy of mine. He does a great job of, welding and everything like that and it's you know flattery well it's cool yeah copying this is the best form of flattery especially if it's available not available on the market but i think ryan's changing stuff up and maybe the first ones were copies but i don't know he's building so much stuff it's his stuff is really cool i've been meaning to buy a pipe from him but i bought an intake for him from him for uh my maxi but um yeah pretty soon i gotta get a pipe from him yeah Ryan and Ryan's such a fucking nice guy, such a nice guy. I can't say that a knife and everybody who knows this list podcast um, knows that because they probably have hit Ryan up here or there. Um, you kind of talked about your builds. Um, what about being out in the community? Did you actually get to any real, we'll kind of talk, talk about your journey in two parts here. Cause you kind of said to yourself, yeah. you kind of didn't quit, but left mopeds like, in your younger days, did you get out to any rallies at all? 
Yeah, uh, my first rally I went to was the Lanskwood Rally. It was Moped Parade, and I think that was in maybe 2012, something like that. And, but yeah, that was my first moped rally. Um, trying to think what I was writing. Oh, okay. So that, that rally, um, went down and at the time, uh, Barry was living in Sacramento and he was a lot more involved in mopeds, riding the landsquids, doing all that. And, um, I don't, I don't think I had a running bike at the time. And one of the bikes that I remember always seeing on the Motomatic blog was a bike called Guzman mm-hmm. and it was a maxi that was built by uh Terry Dean uh when he lived in Sacramento for a while and um he worked with the Motomatic guys for a little bit and this bike was put together out of all free stuff that he found in the shop awesome and it was just like this ratty blue maxi and I, I, I always thought it was the coolest thing it was like it's ratty it looks like just jank but it's fast and mm-hmm. um so it had changed hands a couple of times. Uh, I think it was, it was Matt of the lost boys, another, um, club here in Sacramento. And he had it and he was like, Oh, if you want, because I didn't have a bike to ride it. He goes moped list at the time or what I had wasn't running. And, uh, he's like, Hey, if you want, like take this bike. And I was like, Whoa, it's kind of, you know, like, Ooh. Yeah. And, yeah uh, well, especially like, like being a young kid, like, yeah, I don't know how well versed you were in the community. Like, loners are a thing like yeah yeah i didn't know at that time i was like yeah sure he's like if it blows up like i don't care he's like that thing's seen hell yeah. he's like that thing's been seized so many times and i don't know how it still runs but he's like go ahead take it you know drive it like you stole it <laughs> and whatever happens happens so sure enough i did that and you know just having the best time because i'm on like one of my favorite bikes. So it's just reading the blog, seeing it being built. And I just thought it was the coolest thing. So I was riding and, and uh, made it like halfway through the rally, the thing soft seized on me. Oh. And uh, I pulled over, let it cool down. I didn't know like to let it cool down or anything, but I just pulled over just waiting for the chase trucks. And before they, you know, came and got me, I was like, let me try to start this thing again. So fired back up down the road. I went and, um, and we both probably know that wasn't the first time that bike soft seized. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. And it was funny because I think at that time, yeah, at that time I had a Gila kit on it. So oh, wow. yeah. I had a Gila kit and I think it had like a PHVA 14 or a PHBG 14, one of the two, one mm-hmm. of, or 15. It was like real small carb on it. But so that thing was blasting got it back up and going then it seized again and i was like all right it locked up hard that time <laughs> and so threw it in the chase threw it in the chase and hung out but you know i was uh, i think at that time i might have been 15 yeah. so oh dude chase think, yeah they, that can be a pretty rad time for a 15 well, year old the cool yeah. thing was is uh a truck came and picked up the bike and i hopped in mike was driving chase and so mike was in his van and we were just hanging out in there. Everyone was cool. It was just like, you know, so regular chase, chase car stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. so the rally ended and that was about it though, for me, cause like, mm-hmm. you know, everyone went off and partied, but I was 15. I, you know, yeah. And I, my dad was with me, I think. And, um, my other buddy, um, Barry's nephew who I rode with also was there. So we like, we went home and, but that was like my first rally experience. I was like, Oh, this is awesome. So um 
then kind of did that for a while. Um, but not until I started driving, I would kind of come down every once in a while when they would have like a weekly ride, if I could make it, it was just kind of here and there, but I was still riding around town doing all that, but it probably wasn't until a year or two ago, I really got back into it full swing, yeah. you know, sh showing up to all the weekly rides, doing all that, just finally had the time the resources to be able to do everything the way I wanted to do it. And I was going to ask you, how did you get back into it? Was it just, you said you kind of always had them around ish, but like, yeah. How, what kind of sparked your interest to kind of get back into the scene, if you will? Um, they never really left. Like I said, I was, I always had a project. I always have a project sitting, mm -hmm. you know, waiting to be built or I was in the middle of, or something, something along those lines. So it you know, it was just a matter of time that I had the time to actually go out and ride with other people and do that. So yeah, that was, that was the biggest thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it took some time, but I always had them. So it made it easy to hop back in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so you, we talked, we hit, we danced around the subject a little bit here. Um, like moped content and stuff like that. Like my first experience, like seeing actual, like any type of moped content was like Travis tutorial on yeah. YouTube. And like, so I caught his Baker's doesn't build with that hobbit. He did. I didn't catch any of his earlier stuff. Like what was your first real experience on tutorial? And like, what made you decide to start making your own moped content? Um, I, th yeah, I think moped content wise, the first was like those Euro like slideshows. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think I watched some of Travis's videos, like, you know, how to set points and some like actual tutorial videos. But at that time I wasn't really into YouTube. Uh, it wasn't until mm, three or four years ago that I really start watching YouTube and like start taking in a lot of content, watching mostly I watch car stuff. And yeah. uh, I still like messing with the cars. I do it when I can, but like mopeds are so much easier. It's cheaper. cheaper. I can have you know, yeah. 10 of them. I can have 10 of them and it takes up the same as space as a car. So it's like, mm -hmm. it's easier. And, um, and the great thing about mopeds are they all do different things. Like that's yeah, what I exactly. try to explain to people. Like why do you need certain all these bikes? They all do different things. Like I have that yep. bad, fast hobbit that I can do on the, on the right day. I can do 65 on or yeah. like I can have that chill and just slow chow that like feels like I'm going 65 when I'm really oh, going yeah. 25. That's how my chow is. I think <laughs> mine's a full rigid, full, uh, you know, square post rigid fork chow and has a DR kit on it. And that thing feels like it's going a million miles an hour, but I'm doing like maybe 40. Dude, I saw your video. I'm like, I've got that same set of a set up for a chow. Mine's like 73 yellow. Like yeah, you're doing 40. I'm like, wow, dude. Like even my buddy, my buddy Lee, who's got some pretty bad, fast mopeds. Uh -huh. He's he got he rode that he got up back to my garage he's like that thing is stupidly fast for what it is he goes oh, yeah. i know i'm going 25 but i feel like i'm going 40 it was so light and they just kind of feel like janky mm -hmm. and it feels like you're riding a bicycle like yeah. it, similar size and yep. weight and you just have this crazy little tiny motor in between your legs that, and especially with that dr kit and i think i have the fire pipe on there that kit pulls like crazy. It feels like it never stops pulling. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, dude. Um, where were we? So Con content. Moped content. Yeah. 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 Um, 
yeah, I watched some of Travis stuff. Didn't really get into YouTube until later. And, um, but I mean, I was, I was watching quite a bit of YouTube. I still, I still watch a lot. And Dude, <laughs> YouTube rabbit lot. holes are a thing because I will confess how much of a dork I am. For some yeah. reason, I got into watching about this bull rider on like Friday night of Thanksgiving, like this Lane Frost who was in this movie eight seconds. Like, I was watching three hours worth of fucking YouTube videos. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I need to go yeah. to bed. And that's yeah. fucking YouTube for me. Like, those rabbit holes you go down. Yep, exactly. And uh, so, yeah, probably three or four years ago, I, I had the idea to do a YouTube channel, but I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I knew a little bit about video. I didn't really have the money to like get all the equipment. I was like, I don't, you know, and so I've had the idea for a long time, but just never pulled the trigger on. it. I was just like, you know, kind of like doubting myself. Like no one wants to watch this, but, um, you know, you're telling me brother, I'm still amazed people listen to my show. I mean, it's something I do now. Like, yeah. That's kind of, so I started it and, um, lucky for me, I have a buddy who's a videographer and, uh, I talked to him about it. He's like, dude, just do it. He's like, you've been talking about it for a couple mm-hmm. of years now. Like you have the stuff to do it. Like, he's like, I have a camera for you. He's like, you already have your laptop. I'll teach you how to edit. He's like, it'll be easy. So he handed me a camera. I think I shoot with a Sony a6300 and uh he gave me that and you know which is like a basic kit lens on it and Mm -hmm. he's like all right take this here's you know here's an sd card um if you need anything let me know you know anything i have is yours if you need to use it and i was like all right so i went shot the first video and i'm like hey okay i did it i don't know what to do with the footage now like (laughs) i don't know how to edit like i don't and um he's like all right come over so i went over to his office and he showed me like basics and we kind of cut together the first video and that was kind of what started it i think i just needed that little bit of a bump start to be like hey like just do it and see what happens like it's if it if it fails whatever and if it it, you know people watch it cool and either way like i enjoy it and that's what matters the most exactly and that's why i love doing this podcast so much because like i'm an introvert that's outgoing if that makes any sense to people because like one-on-one like i love to get to know people but if i'm a large crowd i'm either like quiet not talking to anybody or i'm the center of attention like i just this weird dichotomy there's me and like i enjoy getting to know people and i said it many times like when i go places i'm not gonna hang out with my friends i'm gonna meet different people and like this is just an extension of that. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. So once um, I got the first video cut together, I was like, okay, I can do this. Like, it was kind of weird because like working on mopeds and setting up a camera, I'm like, I would start doing stuff. And I was like, oh shit, I never hit record or just like <laughs> basic stuff. And being able to like figure out how to work on something. One also being comfortable in front of and behind a camera. Mm-hmm. which was weird. Like even being behind a camera, I was like kind of weirded out by it. Took me a little bit, but um, yeah, the biggest thing was like remembering to hit record and setting up a proper shot. And just like, I would start doing stuff and I was like, Oh, I should probably, you know, change the camera angle or do this. And 
there was times I was like, I didn't want to record it anymore. I just need to get this done. Like this mm-hmm. is stupid. Like I, I don't want to do it. And then, um, but you know, I, I kept on doing it. And then, um, yeah, so I put out, um, I put out a couple of videos. Um, there was like a month where I put out, I think like two or three videos. And then, um, yeah, those chow videos, I put those out and then I stopped. I was like, I had like four videos lined up and I had shot like three of them partially, but like one of them was like a trip. Me and my buddies, moped buddies went on, uh, went and rode the Rubicon trail. Awesome. Well, uh, I'm that's me being an asshole because I just want to associate and agree with people. What the hell is a Rubicon trail? I'll do that sometime when people are talking. I'll pretend they know what they're talking about because I want to fit in and I want to be cool. Yeah. I'm not. No. I'm a dork and I fucking know that. So why don't you explain to this Midwest uh, kid Rub- who doesn't know where Santa Carmeno is? <laughs> yeah, the Rubicon Trail is uh, a trail here in Northern California. Um, it's a like I guess world famous like off roading trail. Okay. And so, like, you know, there's a Jeep, there's the Jeep Rubicon. It's named yeah, after yeah. the trail. Oh, that, yeah. that would make sense. Yeah. Okay. So it's like real hard off-road trail. And one of our, one of the guys in Landswood, Steve, he had, um, you know, an idea. He's like, hey, I want to go go ride this trail. And I was like, you know, that trail is like insanely hard, right? He's like, yeah, but, you know, but it'll be fun. I'm like, I don't think, I don't think you understand, like, <laughs> not easy like it's not really even made for motorcycles like guys do it but they're on full-blown like ktm 300s and they're like jumping from rock to rock yeah Yeah, just mopeds fuck it so i was like whatever let's do it so he has he went and bought a tw 200 yamaha and um i was trying to find a bike i was like if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do it cheap like i don't Mm -hmm. i don't want to spend money so i went and bought it was like a 70s or 80s honda trials bike i was like yeah dude yeah and i think i paid like five or six hundred bucks for it put tires on it and got it running and ran like a top so we went and did that it's a honda that's what they do yep and i was like filming you know working on the bike too and all that and i procrastinated on finishing the bike so the night before i was putting tires on i was like (laughs) i have to it's like midnight and we're leaving at like 8 a.m the next morning so and fucking like, moped of you. That's yeah, beautiful. and I was like, I still got to make a skid plate. I got to put the chain on. I got to do this. And I was like, just freaking out. And yeah. uh, so I was like recording it. And then the tires, I was doing the tires and they were just fighting me like all hell. Yep. And I couldn't even get the old tires off because they were just so old and crusted on there. And at that point, I was like, all right, screw it. I just need to get this thing done. Like I'm not, I'm done recording. So mm-hmm. I had that planned out and that all went shit. <laughs> and then it happened a couple more times with a few more videos and I was like, you know, I started working on something then I'd get sidetracked and stop recording. And then I got too far where it's like, well, this isn't going to make sense now. And, um, so I did that for a while. And then, so there's about six months went by and, uh, I hadn't put anything out, but surprisingly those chow videos caught, you know, a lot more traction than I thought. I think now they have like, five or six thousand views which is more than i ever thought i would do like i was gonna be happy with like you know 100 people watch it that's fine yeah, with yeah. me and um but yeah looking at like the youtube like thing it was a lot of guys from overseas like italy and um sweden and a couple other countries that were really watching these videos and it was kind of out of nowhere because i wasn't you know i didn't advertise it to those guys it must have just been by youtube search and maybe someone shared a link or something because mm-hmm. it was got 
out of nowhere kind of just picked up. It's like, all right, well, I guess I probably start doing this again. Like I yeah, enjoy yeah. doing it, but like I kind of just lost motivation as I went on. So recently, what was it? Um, my, my swinger was the first video that I put out in, uh, in a while. So started working on that and I was like, Oh, I actually really enjoyed this. Like I need to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. So, um, actually was just working on the swinger the other day. I'm almost done. Almost got it running. I was fighting an air leak and it's been a pain in the ass. Just like at the intake, something super simple, but it doesn't want to seal. So I've been fighting that, but hopefully that video will be out soon. And then uh, I also have a, um, I recently just built a derby, um, the land squids we went uh, to San Luis Obispo, which is, you know, it's, uh, I guess, what is it kind of Southern California, central California, somewhere on there. It's on the coast. And, uh, we threw like, uh, I guess a mini rally. We kind of was just like word to mouth. We didn't advertise it at all. Well, and, I heard, see, I heard something about that in the members only section. So yeah. like, so us, us non-members didn't know anything about it. Yeah, exactly. So it was kind of just word to mouth and um, about right as I heard about it, I was like, oh, I want to build a bike for it. And uh, my buddy, Tyler, Tyler Brecky, he um, he lives like 10 minutes down the road for me. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the guys that puts on Moped GP and um, big derby guy. He has his garage is full of derbies, has a ton of parts and he has mopeds in his driveway that just sit out. And I'm like, hey, dude, one day I'm going to build a, dr- a moped out of the parts in your driveway. So that's what I did. And I was like, all right, I want to build a derby because he had been telling me, he's like, just build a derby. He's like, they're yeah. fun. It's the way to go. It's like, uh, you know, I've ridden his. I'm like, yeah, it's fun. But I was like, all right, it's time. So went over to his house. There was a rusty variant frame sitting there. Um, I picked it up and I was like, all right, I'm going to use this. It's like, all right. And he's like, there's a motor in the garage. So when his garage, she has, you know, stacks of flat reeds, start fives, start threes, all the derby motors. And, uh, I had started taking apart one. And, um, so anyways, got the motor built threw it together just in time. I was literally putting stuff, you know, last minute again, the morning before I was going to leave to go to St. Louis Obispo, I was tuning the carb <laughs> yeah. on that bike. And, uh, but that's another video that should be coming out pretty soon i just haven't edited it yet so i just got to get it uploaded and get that done but um that bike's been a lot of fun after that i was like i was gonna say that's right do you have like a day where you sit down like i have to shoot video on this day or i have to edit video on this day or anything like that or do you just kind of it sounds like you're a little more loose on stuff yeah i don't really have any like Cause you know, mopeds, like, I don't know when I'm going to get a new project or when something's going to pop up where I can go buy and like go build it. So I don't really have anything structured just when I have time, really like right before we hopped on this, uh, behind me, uh, I got a new bike last night. So I started filming on that and, uh, that's yeah. Just, so just, you know, whenever I have time after work, I'll come home, start working on stuff, pull out the camera and start filming. So no real yeah. structure to it. Um, I'm making a mental note because I got to talk to you afterwards about yeah something. Um, so now that you're, how long have you been prospecting for the land squids? Then I see you're wearing their swag. Oh no, this is the company. No, nah, dude, for. that's all land swag swag. What are you talking about? Close enough though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
uh, but like two years, two and a half years, something crazy long because I started a little bit before COVID and then COVID hit. So we didn't really do anything for a while. And then uh, we had a rally right uh, the year before all this hit. And then um, right around then is when I uh, started prospecting. So I don't know. (laughs) Whenever uh, prospecting like before COVID has been kind of fucked because like my friend uh, Frankie, she started prospecting for the rebel rousers, like right when COVID started and they haven't had it. They didn't have any kind of rallies or anything like that, but she'd gone to stuff. And finally, uh, at the end of Baker's dozen, they gave her her patch. And like, I was oh, happy cool. for, I was happy for Frankie. And like, I was giving her shit because her and I were right. We're supposed to go ride around Richmond, Virginia that day. And her uh-huh. fucking bike, her bike ate it. So I thought it that happened. was quite, I, I thought that was quite funny. Yeah. And it, it's, it's funny with the land squids because I've been around for so long yeah. and I just never like, never asked to like prosper. In or like, I think you like, should be forever prospect, man. Just yeah, don't, yeah. At this point. yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I think like one of the things are like, well, get a lead to ride. And I live in the suburbs, and I've lived in the suburbs ever since I started messing with the moped. So I'm like 30 minutes from downtown Sacramento. That's and, all right. And, um, you know, you know, not, not too far, but still like, so they're like, hey, you had a lead to ride as like part of your prospect duties. It's like, yeah, that's fine. So for the longest time I didn't do it because I don't <laughs> I don't know downtown. Like we usually ride around downtown in Sacramento. And um so one day I was like, all right, I decided to do it. So I went on Google and um, you know, planned out a ride and we ended up having it, and that was cool. But um, but yeah, so I don't know, maybe one day or maybe I'll just be a forever prospect prospect. Either way, I'm fine Hold with it. Hold it down. Hold it down forever prospect. Just gonna be in yeah, the middle. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But um rough. But when, when did you actually start your uh, YouTube channel? We kind of talked about your, your videos, but like, like what was the date actually for starting that? Uh, it was like six or seven months ago. Okay. I don't remember the date exactly. I was just. Damn it. Why was, didn't you write it down? You got to have anniversaries. You know, how I am about timelines. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Everything's a little loose around here. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, six, seven months ago. I mean, I had the idea for a long time mm-hmm. and I actually like made the Instagram first. It was like, if I'm going to do this, I got to have, you know, the Instagram and the YouTube and I got to set up an email and like, they all got to be the same and I got to make sure the name's not taken. So I had the, I had the email or I had the Instagram set up with like no post on it. No, nothing. I just made the email and I made the Instagram and it sat for like a year. Do you want to tell <laughs> everybody what it is again? Just to remind yeah, them. So- Yep. My, my Instagram is, uh, Luna L U N A underscore moto on Instagram and then Luna moto on YouTube. How'd you come up with that name? Uh, my last name is Luna and then, you know, moto. I wanted to keep it a little more general cause I was going to do mopeds or something kind of along those lines, but like what I just got still two strokes, still small, but yeah. not a moped. Well, and, I saw you had some scooters in the background and some of your videos. Yeah. So it's like rock and roll, dude. Like yeah. small bikes, two cycles, whatever, dude. Yeah, anything two stroke, I'm a fan of. And um, but yeah, I was like, I don't want to like name it something mopeds just to like corner myself. And I was like, keep it pretty general because there's also like cars and stuff I mess with. Like pretty soon here, I'm gonna start building a car, and um, so I want to put that on there. I just wanted something general. So yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy with the name. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
that's kind of where I feel like when you hear me do not a moped podcast episodes here or there, like that's where that pops in where it's really not a lot to do with it. It's yeah, like exactly. rallies or whatever, but we might have, a, I think we got a special one coming up here, maybe in a couple of weeks we're going to be doing, right. well, got one last moped adventure left in the year. That's cool. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what do you see going on for you with bikes in uh, 2022 with the year kind of wrapping up? Um, do, you, do you plan on, yeah, what do you got any plans for it right now with your, yeah, with so. between, between your local scene, your YouTube channel, any rallies or areas you want to ideally get to, to go ride at? Um, I think my biggest thing is I have like, I have a ton of bikes that are just kind of stashed away. Um, so I need to finish the swinger. Um, the chow is actually broken. I got to bring that back. I think, um, uh, actually you were talking about the two smokes earlier. I went up to the rally. Yeah. And, um, I brought my chow up and I was like, okay, cool. Like I got it up there and my float stuck in the trailer on the way up and filled my cylinder with gas. And I didn't realize it. So I was trying to turn it over, sheared a Woodruff key. And I actually sheared the whole flywheel, like the whole inside of the flywheel, the whole thing was gone. So oh. um, that's been sitting since then. So I, I got to bring that out. I just, I was kind of over it. I was like, I'm done pulling this stupid Vespa motor out of the frame <laughs> and like having to do this. And I was just kind of over it. And mm-hmm. that happens too. I'm like, I jump around so much because sometimes I'm just kind of over certain things. And I was like, all right, I gotta do something else. Keep my mind off of it. And I'll come back to it later good for you man like i get to be like a pit bull where like i won't let fucking go and then i'll get depressed about it and i'll just keep on fucking bashing my skull against the wall till i'm bleeding like yeah that's kind of where i was at with this thing i'm like all right i'm done for now i'll come back to it excuse me when i can and um so yeah i gotta get that back on the road because that thing was a ton of fun i love that stupid bike another thing i didn't say that chow was um I had been looking for one for a long time, a square post rigid chow. And I think I talked about it in the video, but for whatever reason, like always wanted one of those. And uh, we just don't have a lot of chows or Vespas really that pop up. We have, you know, we'll get an occasional Grande or Bravo, but not too many chows. And all the ones that I've seen from, I don't know, probably seven or eight years ago when I started, was like, okay, I want a chow, but it's got to be a rigid one. Yeah. And, none just graveyard only you know grandes bravos and round post chows i was like this is not what i want i'm not touching one until i can get the one i want yep one finally showed up i think i paid like three or four hundred bucks for it It was like more than i wanted to but i was like when am i ever going to get get this chance to get the one bike that i've wanted for so long like i don't really have a lot of bikes that i've i've like really want but for whatever reason the chow was that because like i've had like I think I was like 15. I got a, I got a Magnum LTD. Okay. And had that for a while. I paid like 150 bucks for it. Good for you. And right around it, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving day. Yeah. Good for you. Because yeah. you want to know why? Yeah. The most over fucking rated bike there is, is yeah. the LTD. It's like, dude, I don't, you know it's what people Magnum. you're going to get opinions from me on this episode. I don't care about your LTD. Like I yeah. don't like, I'm sorry. Like if you, that makes you happy. Awesome. I don't care. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it, it was cool. I had it for a while. I was like, Oh, I'm going to restore this, do all this, but I didn't have the resources to do any of that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, at the time 
one of the guys that was working at Treats had emailed me or had sent me a message on Moped Army because I had posted about it. He's like, hey, if you ever want to sell it, like, let me know. I think I sold it and I think he paid me like 1500 bucks for it or something. It's in pretty awesome. good shape. And he went, but I mean, at the time I was 15, 1500 bucks, a lot of money. So I was like, hell yeah. Fucking ain't right. It's a lot it. of money right now for anybody. Yeah. 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 So I was like, yeah, take it. Like, I don't care. Like, come get it. So he showed up, cash, got it. And um, I don't, I don't, I don't know where it went, but <laughs> I know it's somewhere. He, he specifically had like, I don't know, at least five or six LTDs. He, he had went through a bunch of them. He had like Hobbit swapped one of them and did a bunch of wild stuff with them. But that's um, awesome. Yeah. So talk yeah, about but, the, talk about the butt hurt build. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's one of them right there. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, the chow that's gotta be, uh, get back up and going. Um, I'm, See, you're gonna the, hate me because I really fell into the to the rigid chow. Never oh, really? wanted one. Never yeah. wanted one, dude. I like an ad popped up one night on Facebook Marketplace for yeah. Hobbit and a chow, uh-huh. and it was a cheapish price for the Hobbit and the chow. Yeah. Like, eh, whatever. It sat in my garage for honestly a year and a half and i did nothing with oh yours you yeah i remember messaging because yours is that cool like yellow green pillar yep yep yeah it just it just said oh dude i've and then i finally sat in my garage for a year i'm like you know what i should probably get this going and then i got it going like i'm so fucking in love with that bike now it's oh yeah that thing i didn't know i loved it until i did like it's just weird dude yeah Mm -hmm. and it's yeah. such a weird color because, like, I don't know enough about Vespas, but I don't think they used a that color many years. I think I've only seen it like no, two it, years. That color came in like a real, the real early versions, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm surprised because your, does yours have the um, like bicycle style front brakes? Yep. Okay, so yeah, the early versions, and then I've only seen that on the ones with those style brakes and. The big wheel, like 19-inch wheel chows, I've seen them mm-hmm. in that color, but, you know, very few years, I think, that they did that color. Yeah, and there's a part of me that wants to, I th- I don't think I'm going to touch that bike, but I mm-hmm. secretly do want to put four spoke mags on that, Yeah, the gray ones, because I think that looks sexy as hell, but mm-hmm. I don't, like, I mean, how many pincher break? rigid yeah. chows do you see around like exactly you don't really see many and it's just like you can that's kind of where i'm at with that one i want to do the four star mags too and i was like i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do like a crazy like motor for it and i was like i don't need to do any of that yeah like vespas are just stupid anyways like they're super expensive to build and you don't go that fast yeah <laughs> it's, it's, like, you spend a lot of money to go 45 mile an hour yeah it's crazy <laughs> like if you yeah i mean i've I have actually, there's a Vespa kit sitting right here next to me right now. And yeah. I bought it for another Vespa that I have. And it was like, I don't know, I think it was like 200 bucks, but I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to build the bike anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so I, just, I'm supposed to go pick up some Vespas and yeah, I'll, I'll get, I'll get to you, Dewey. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so back to you and um your things you want to get maybe do in 2022 is there like is there any place you want to would like to go realistically make to a rally or to a ride in 2022 because like everybody's you know a lot of people talk like oh i want to get out to san francisco which i 
definitely want to go to San Francisco or yeah. like, I want to get here or there. Like what's that for you since you're out in fucking basically San Francisco? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what the rally schedule looks like right now. I would like to make it out to an East coast rally. That's something I haven't done. Uh, I think my first out of state rally was actually, I think the two smokes rally. Yeah. And, um, but, Oh no, no, no. I take that back. I went to Portland the year before or two years before whenever they had their rally last. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I definitely want to make it up to, I know um, the puddle cutters are having their rally. I'll make it up there for that for sure. And then hopefully something on the East coast. Uh, I'm not sure when I can, you know, make it out there. If I can make it work, I'll do it, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Everybody, I think everybody's kind of at least a few people I know are just kind of holding tight. I know yeah. daggers are doing something. And... Oh yeah. So actually I was talking to Adolfo through Instagram and uh, I have a bunch of friends that live in Nashville and uh, just recently they've moved out there in the past couple of years. A lot of them work in country music. So um, I hit him up and when he said they were going to have a rally, I was like, all right, I got to come out for that. So I think I'll, I'll, I'm going to try my best to come out there because it'll work out easy. My friends are out there. I'll have a place to stay, go ride mopeds for, you know, a day and then go hang out with my friends for the rest of the time. But yeah, that you might want to find a shifty because that's a shifty crew out there. So, oh, I know, <laughs> I know. I'm not big on shifties. I really don't like them. <laughs> I've had them all. I, I love them. I love Conan and I love all that, but it's like, it's a shit. It's 50. It's a 50 CC. Why? Why? But like, well, you know, my, my junior or senior year of high school, I think in my senior year of high school, I rode an MB five for like six months every day to school. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. And all that shifting. I'm like, no, I'm done. I don't want to mess with shifties anymore. I had an MB five. I had, I had a DT 50. Um, I've had a Senda. I've had, an RX 50, which is like the Yamaha, like chopper shifty 50 looking thing. Didn't you just and post a shifty? Oh yeah. That's the one behind me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's going to be like a track bike. So that's a little different. Like that's going to, <laughs> that, that I can deal with. And it's got, it's got a better motor in it. It's not yeah. 50 anymore. So, um, but yeah, so I don't know. Shifties don't really do it for me. It's too much shifting to do 50 miles an hour, you know? I wouldn't mind the only I'll I think it's because it's yellow, like the DT 50. Like I wouldn't yeah. mind that, but like I would have to fuck with it because it I'm I'm I'll call out DT guys. If I can blow past you with my hobbit with a DR kit, you can like, oh I know. Oh I know. Like I love you guys, but like come on. Like, I mean, those Dagger boys can they can tune some shit like oh yeah conan can tune some shit like mm-hmm. but around here like i just blow past them like mb5s with a with a dr kit on a hobbit okay yeah yeah and that was my thing like i don't know it's like a lot of work to you know <laughs> you're shifting up five or six gears shifting down back and forth and i'm like to do 50 i can do 50 on my derby no problem and I but just that's did- a scooter dude so don't worry about it like yeah, yeah. <laughs> cheater bike Cheater bike, definitely. But hey, nah, dude. And no, what? I'm some asshole in a basement fucking talking shit, dude. It's whatever you makes go. you happy. Like I tell people that all the time. It's just mopeds. Don't take any of what I say too serious. Like yeah. I'll give I'll give Conan a lot. That Reju- I think I can never pronounce it correctly. That Raju 50 or whatever he's got. Yeah. He had, I don't know. He had down it. in Nola. Dude, that thing fucking uh-huh. rips. Like, yeah. 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 
<laughs> yeah, I had a Zenda recently that I picked up for, I got it in trade and uh, it had like a big like uh, aerosol like 80 kit on it. And I was just oh. like, and it was like a pretty expensive kit. It was like a three or $400 kit. And um, I got the bike for you know, pretty cheap and I was like, going to do it. And then I was like, it had a pipe already. I had a lot of stuff, but I was like, I just wasn't into it. I ended up selling it to a buddy of mine for pretty cheap. Yeah. He has a Honda MT5. I don't know if you've ever heard of those. It's, I the, it's the Euro dirt bike version of an MB5. Yeah, I I want to say I have. I want to say I'm envisioning, but no, for I I'll just say no. Like just because yeah. I like it's isn't it like white? It's almost the same graphics as the MB5 on the seat, isn't it? It's, it's same like tank, same same everything, but it has like has bigger suspension. It's more of like yeah, it's more of like an off road bike, mm-hmm. like a dirt bike. But he's had it for years, and um, he's gonna he he's a welder and fabricator, so he knows what he's doing. He's gonna take all the suspension, and the motor, and everything, and graft it onto the uh, onto the MT5. So it'll be pretty cool when it's done. I'm excited to see that. that. That was a big thing. I was like, well, but you're gonna do that with it here. Take it. Like I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Another one of these if I ever really want one, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, I think trips, the daggers for sure. Um, and I don't know, whatever else pops up. I mean, I'm always down to go for, you know, go to a rally. So I don't mind driving. I don't mind yeah. making a trip. So yeah, whatever, whatever pops up. I think for me, I've, I've kind of hit my limit, like 20 hours. That's where I'm at yeah. for like a moped rally. If I'm driving in like, I'll make it east. It's the last couple of years I've been making the East Coast trip, which is right around twenty hours each time, yeah. and that's a good Fourth of July trip. Um, I'm so happy I got down to Nola. I uh-huh. cannot stress that enough, people. If you if they do it again next year, I'm not going to speak for any clubs. Yeah, I love that city. I fucking loved, and like I'm not a drinker, dude. So that uh-huh. tells you how much fun I had. Like, yeah, exactly. It's just, that fucking city, just something about that city. I fucking love it. Um, awesome. All the smoggy dogs and yep. all the mono and Scott fucking killed it with his pulled pork. Like fucking so awesome. That's um, cool. Yeah, yeah. I am rambling because I am tired because I've worked 34 hours already. This No, yeah. 24 hours. I'm sorry. I'm See, I'm <laughs> full of shit. Yeah, dude. Uh, I think we're gonna have to kind of get wrapping it up here. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't thank you enough. As I tell people all the time, we're a guest on Second Chance Moped Podcast. If you ever find yourself wanting to come to the Midwest and ride around some dirty hobbits, dude, just hit me up. You always got a place to stay. Um, everybody, I just belch there. I don't care. Um, thank you so much for checking out the YouTube channel. We're gonna post. I'm gonna try posting stuff at least once a week on there. Uh, I'm an episode or two behind. We'll try to get some of the backlog stuff. Um, again, I can't thank you all enough for listening. List. Don't forget to like, subscribe, tell a friend, repost, whatever you want. Um, Christian, don't forget, mopeds are dumb. Do you want? Hey, yep. do you want to shout out your uh, YouTube channel one more time to everybody? Yeah, just uh, YouTube uh luna moto search it and it should pop up right on right on thanks a lot my guy for coming on yeah thanks for